Welcome, everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm saying good morning to you all from uh, Utrecht. It's Joanne here. I'm still on my adventures and saying good morning. I'm not even going to try and say it in Dutch, Renee, but uh, good morning to you. How are you? I'm well. Afternoon here and I've had a great day and the sun shining, which is beautiful. Oh, fabulous. Well, I'm on my last leg now. So this will be our last uh, international podcast. And uh, for me, I want to acknowledge everybody for their patience. Sometimes uh, time difference is a bit tricky and traveling days is a bit hard. Um, but I've really loved being able to share with you all and that technology has been able to support that, which is really, really great. Um, but here I am in Utrecht with our beautiful friend, Debbie, spending some time here before heading back. And um, it's been really amazing to have some deep chats and share everything that's happening in our lives. And uh, she sends a big hug, by the way. Oh, fabulous. It's so beautiful to be able to stay with people. I feel like when you stay with them for those few extra days, you just get to really, you know, soak them up and have those juicy conversations. Absolutely. Now, speaking of juicy conversations, this is a topic that I said to you, Renee, I really want to unpack this. It's something that's been coming up a little bit for me. And it's this theory of playing big versus playing small. Now, I'm sure you're wondering what I mean by that, like playing big in what sense? Mm. And I'm talking about in life. So when I say the words play big or play small, what resonates with you? Like what comes into your mind? Um, and it's something that I'd like to unpack with you today. Yeah, the first thing that comes into my mind is the idea of staying in your comfort zone mm -hmm. and just going through the everyday um, situations the same way all the time. So for me, that would be playing small. You're, mm -hmm. you're in your comfort zone, not really stepping out. When I think of playing big, it's that idea of, oh, I'm willing to take myself on, I'm willing to have growth and I'm going to step out and try something. Hmm. And then when I think about life, just like you, um, I think about big things that I've done in my life, you know, obviously moving abroad was huge. Um, yes. The solo gap year, like yourself, huge. Um, but they don't need to necessarily be huge things to be out of your comfort zones. How would you describe what you're talking about in the sense of playing big, playing small? I'm just really glad that that last sentence, they do not need to be huge, significant things in order to reflect on whether you're playing big or playing small. Because much like yourself, you know, I was saying the other day, you and I have done some pretty intensely huge wow. things to shake up our life. Yes. And I think that's awesome. And I'm really proud of both of us for that. And it's one of the things that keep us so aligned. Mm. So like you said, when I moved to Singapore, when I um, did my year in um, traveling around, my, my volunteer work in Africa, like all of these things that are huge things, this trip, this whole idea of reconnecting and, and creating new memories in honor of a new and exciting life, they're all playing big. It took guts to be able to say, yeah, I'm going to make mm -hmm. that big change. But playing big and playing small happens in everyday life and I think of some of the most incredibly inspiring people in my life and one of them would be like my sister my sister Anne-Marie with her two beautiful boys and I see her every day challenging herself to play big as a parent mm -hmm. and I think of that example and, and I could talk about that and I will I think about um, people in our workplaces you know choosing to step outside of the comfort zone and maybe teach something 
that is a little bit different to challenge themselves in that aspect. So stripping all of these big events back, because that's what we do, we strip it back mm. and thinking of examples in life where we play big versus playing small. And that takes so much courage and it takes a team. And one thing I remember thinking to myself was, well, yeah, it's all good and well that you and I say, come on, play big. How do we actually encourage each other to do that? And maybe if we can share with our listeners an example of something that you've done recently where you've pushed yourself and you've recognised that you were playing small and you've pushed yourself to play big. How would you feel about sharing something like that? Look, the biggest thing for me this year um, is within my business is a huge thing. And every day, and there are so many business owners out there that they would get mm. this. Every day you have to show up. And if you're a small business, you need to show up and master all the new things that you're learning along the way. Okay. And mm -hmm. I think that being a business owner is just as big self-development and personal development and stepping out of your comfort zone as a travel is. Yeah. And things that you might face and things that I have faced are, you know, learning curves around socials and marketing. You know, mm -hmm. I've been, you know, taking advice from other small business owners. Recently, just collaborating with a group so that we're actually all helping each other out. Um, so whilst on the title, it might not be, oh, they're on my title business, but rather than seeing people as separate and competitors, yes. actually seeing them <clears throat> as aligned beings aiming for the same thing and rising together. So starting groups and initiating that has been a thing of stepping out and saying, hey, would you mind starting to collaborate together on this? Wow. So it's interesting because playing big requires some vulnerability, wouldn't you say? Yes, massive yeah. vulnerability. Because and how has that felt? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> if yeah. I put, you know, you know yeah. I got called out from um, Soli yesterday. Beck mm. gave me some absolutely amazing coaching. I didn't even realise that I was in need of this coaching and we were just having, as we do, um, an authentic conversation and she just blatantly said, it. okay, what's there for you? What do you need to be cleared of to um, not work over the top of um, the, the mean girl on the inner critic that was coming up? You know, mm -hmm. and it could be things like, Am I good enough? Do I have enough experience? Um, what will people think? You know, <laughs> and you know, I am an advocate for pumping up that worthy meter. And I do a damn good job a lot of the time, but I'm still a human being. And yeah. I'm going to have ounces of, you know, a little vulnerability. And so it was yeah. beautiful to have someone there who knows me so, so well to be able to say, right, and it'd be a safe space for me to have that and dish that out and to gain that coaching, right, okay, and to be able to listen because when you need to uh -huh. be in a, in a space and yes. I have a beautiful relationship with 
yourself and and Beck and a few other soulies out there that are my go-to accountability buddies mm-hmm. of just stripping it all back, giving the coaching, taking it on. And let me tell you, today has been a different ball game in my space of, of work. I'm really proud of you. And and would you say then that's that's a key strategy when you're playing big, when you feel vulnerable, when you find yourself in these spaces, a strategy is to actually call on those people that can help you get through those difficult times. But also something really interesting was you were ready to listen. Mm. And listening is probably one of the hardest skills we've ever learned because I think about when we've talked, you know, you and I team talked together with year two, Uh I was seven turning eight, eight turning nine. And we used to teach them how to listen because Mm. often we listen just to listen. We listen to give a response or to give advice or we listen in order to then connect to ourselves and share. But in that space right there, without you even realising it, you just listen to learn and to take it on. And that takes, that is playing big, Renee, and that's huge. For me, that's a classic example of playing big in everyday life. Strip it back, call for help, be ready to take on constructive criticism because otherwise you'll just find yourself playing small, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I yeah. 100% agree. And I feel like <laughs> teaching listening skills mm. would be just as valuable for adults because oh. I agree that we do um, listen to respond rather than to listen. And yeah. hit the nail on the head, Nick, kind of mm. you do need to be ready to listen. Yeah, always listening and listening for the idea of what what pearl of wisdom am I going to take from this that's going to allow me to grow. And we all know, me personally, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners, and I've heard feedback from all of them, these people are business owners, mums, um, school teachers, uh, amazing innovators. Growth takes work. Growth and challenge and all of these things take work. It's not an easy road. So listening for advice and listening for feedback requires an open-mindedness that is it's essential in, that, in order to play big. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking about some other examples in our life in particular recently where we've played big versus playing small. And every time an example comes up for me, I think of my mindset during that time. Yes. And I think, well, what else have I had to do to catch myself when I think, oh, yeah, I'm playing big. Look at me go, I'm playing big. Mm-hmm. But then I find myself that mean girl, sorry, that inner critic and everything that you're saying coming up and saying, hang on a second, you're not really playing big. You're just kind of stepping out of your comfort zone but falling into habits of playing small. That yep. might sound a little bit cryptic and I'm hoping you can help me unpack that. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking of some of these big significant moments in our life where I'm like, yeah, I moved to Singapore. And that was playing big in one sense, like leaving my family, changing it up. But I went to a school. I taught in a school where there were Australians and there was a network of people that I already was connected to. Um, So, yeah, the move was playing it big, but the actions while there, I was still playing it quite small. And in that time, I was in my marriage and nothing really changed for us, which is, I think, healthy as well. But it kind of became the same, just in a different environment with a few more sparks and glitters and bells and whistles of travel and expat life. So if I reflect authentically and from a space of vulnerability, although it seemed I played so big, was I really just saying? 
Well, this is the thing. When you start to get curious mm. about how you're living, that is where you tend to play bigger. So the fact yeah. that you are questioning and wondering about that time, mm. the reflection of, well, what do you got going on now that you're looking, mm. how am I playing big right now as I'm about to return from a solo year and what do you have going on? Well, this is really interesting because I've touched on it briefly. This is something, and I've spoken to you, I actually had a big DNM with my mum on the phone about it yesterday and a mum's perspective was always fantastic. Another really great tool when you think mm. you're playing it big versus playing it small, call your mum. Yes. They, they come from a place of love, but, you know, for those of you who know my mum, she doesn't beat around the bush and she's quite direct and I love her for that. Hi, mum. I hope you're listening. Mm -hmm. um, looking forward to some food when I get home. Um, I am stepping into something that I created. I am coming back to an incredible job. I had the privilege of working casually for nearly six months uh, last, last year, this year, this year, it's still this year. I've lost track of time. That's the true traveller's mentality. Um, and I stepped into a school, um, a small Catholic school, where I instantly felt, oh, yeah, I like this space. I like the people. I like the vibe. And I really respected the school principal. And um, he came and saw me teaching one day and he's like, oh, you're, you're pretty great. Like, why aren't you looking for full time? And I was just honest and said, I'm not in the space for it at the moment. Boom. Vulnerable. Don't care. And then he said, oh, can we talk some more? Um, and in time, talking to you and coaching with you about this whole, am I ready to step back into the classroom? Da, 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 what do I want? I unpacked my dream role of if I was to work in a school again, it would have to be on my terms. It would have to be an idea of working in well-being because it's something I'm passionate about. But rather than dumping more expectations on our classroom teachers and pressuring them, why not play big and create a role that is a little bit of curriculum and a heck lot of welfare and well-being. So the next time he approached me and said, so do you want to stay? I said, yep, I'd love to, but I need three months off. And he kind of looked at me and went, sorry, what? And then I was really open and vulnerable and I told him my story. I told him about how I was going through a divorce and I was finding my feet and that I really wanted to find myself again before stepping into a lifestyle in Melbourne. And he just said, yep, great. You can start on the 7th of October, term four, get ready. This is what I'm thinking. And then he said, hang on, before I present the role to you, what are you thinking? What would you like to do? And I basically gave him my pitch. And he sat there for a little while and he went, sounds good, let's do it. What will we call it? And basically, we've created a role that <laughs> I don't know what it looks like. It doesn't really have a name, but I'm so excited, but I'm shitting myself. There you go, I said it. I am absolutely, my heart is racing right now. I'm shaking, look at my hand. As I talk yeah. about it, I'm holding well, my hand up to the camera and I'm shaking because this is playing big. This is, that's exactly what I was going to say. You're shaking because there's an element of fear there, but that's just it. When you're playing big, there is going to be fear. There is going to mm. be vulnerability. But you get mm. to step into that and create, and that soon enough will become your norm. 
right? Yes. So taking, That's what yourself, said. <laughs> taking yourself on. And I've worked with you and you are divine. And I know that this role, you are going to go above and beyond and make it your own. You're not trying to copy something that's already there because you've no. created it. And when you mm. look at life and you strip it all back, it's all there to be created. Yes. It's all there, yeah. an empty canvas for us to paint. And that's Thank what you. you've got. Yeah. And I think about the vulnerability side of it as well. You know that I've had the most incredible time over here and I've opened up spaces in myself that I didn't know I could open. And if I'm really honest and vulnerable, because that's where I'm at at the moment, I'm playing big with this role. But there is a little part of me that's saying in the back of my head, Joanne, don't you dare fall into patterns of playing small because it's a school system again. Don't fall into those patterns. Keep aiming big. Keep pushing yourself. My fear is going back into a school system, blocked into school terms, all of these things that I haven't done for two years, Renee, two years I've been out of the system. I'm nervous. And I'm nervous that it's going to force me in a way to listen to that inner critic and go, oh, it's the same, it's the same, I'll just play small. So what I'm putting out there now to you, to my family, to everybody, and my boss, I'll be talking about it with him too, is I'm going to need support going through these times and I'm going to need to actually have to dig deep and use the skills that we have to be able to challenge myself, exactly what Beth did with you, and, and say, okay, when I find myself in these spaces, in these mindsets, what am I going to do about it? Yes. You're going to call a solely. That's <laughs> what you're going to do. We've all got a tribe and we're not here in this world alone. And when we remember yeah. that, remember we've got these connections, you mm. call on your accountability buddy. And that's what makes yeah. life so great. It's more fun yeah. with people in it, but you've got to, and it's a big step to do that yes. and not do it all solo. Absolutely, um, there's absolutely. There's power in mm. that and there's growth in that. And you've got yeah. to remember, girl, this is my third year of being out of the full-time <clears throat> classroom, but there's okay an element to have some of that comfort zone within a new role. It's yes. cool that you've got a beautiful new role that you're going to be ASAP, welfare, such right up your alley and you're so passionate about it. Uh, and I'm so excited to be able to work alongside you with this as well. Yes. yes. Uh, but there is something nice to still be able to have something that's familiar. And I think this yes. is really comforting for people listening as well. I'm running my own business, but I choose to still do some casual relief teaching. Why? I get this all the time from people. Why are you doing that? Because, one, I love the community that I go, mm -hmm. I only teach really at one school and I love the community there and all the values they have around mindset. So they've won me over there. Good. But the staff and the collaboration and being around children oh. strips it right back to some realness and yes. something that I believe every adult should do to just remember to have fun in this journey we call life. Absolutely. Going back to children, thinking of some of our listeners, and again, going back to someone like my sister who, you know, plays it big as a mum. She's brave. She's got these two busy boys. They're, they're amazing. They're busy. They're full, they're full on. They're so different. Christian's this gentle, calm, emotional little human. Marcus is like a pocket rocket. And I think of some examples of how kids can push you to play big and play small. 
you talked about, and I saw on one of your posts on Instagram, this whole concept of teaching grade six children and mm. how they, they have this ability to drop all the BS and actually play big um, and, and be brave. Can you think of some examples of in, in life's simple moments where you've seen examples of other people playing big, like kids at school, other teachers, family members? Um, and I'm not talking about like our, our big Africa trip, our no. Singapore experience. Life, small, everyday, phenomenal heroes that just live life every day but play big. Can you think of some examples? Oh, I've got so many examples of people yeah. in my life. Um, you know, and it can be taking like a new class. So, mm. you know, um, I had a friend take on, you know, a new um, dance class you know, inspired me to do the same, you know, Um, kids at school, you know, it could be, um, and what I advocated in when I was taking this year six class, even giving each other coaching, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. talk anymore. So to see them coach each other in something is awesome. Um, I have just recently rekindled, um, through um, social media, a a mama that I knew when I was young, uh, an old friend who's reconnected. She's now got two beautiful children, and just seeing how she stepped out of the full time and being a mama and her skills set is a teacher and sharing that with other mums. Wow! So said to me, you know. Mums, you know, they don't know what you don't know around education and she feels like she's got a lot to share and she's posting that from a mum perspective but an educational perspective, which is absolutely beautiful. And I'll put that in the show notes so that you can go along and follow her if you are. Because there's some really fab info there. And that, again, is just about being community. Um, Mm -hmm. God, my mum... I would say your mum. I love your mum. I'm thinking of your mum. I'm thinking of your brother. I'm thinking of our friends, Timos and Daniel and Simon at Noble. I'm thinking of all these people in our network. Like, amazing. Exactly. And Mm. it was funny because people still need, and coming back to that idea of coaching, I was walking Mm. around with my mum the other day and I just said, oh, I don't know what we were talking about, but she was like, oh, you know, but I don't have to worry about that. You've done some big things, um, you know, in your life, playing big, which is awesome. She believes I'm playing big. But I turned around to her and I said, but you have too. And she um, gave, you know, and it was really hard for her to take the um, compliment. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm a mum. I'm just a mum. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just a mum. Stop there. I I'm stopped her. <gasps> pretty much stood in front of her and I said, no, no, no. You don't get to oh do my God. That. You're not mm. just a mum. <clears throat> you know. Wow. You have been the homekeeper to why our family, immediate and extended, are so connected. And that Absolutely. is an amazing job. And we need more of those people in this world if there were more of these people in this world imagine what kind of place it would be 
I know. And how blessed you and I are that our mums are those people. It's one of the things that you and I connect on the most. These, these she's like, they're like the glue, man. They're the glue. They're the sounding board. They mm -hmm. never, ever. My, I feel like your mother, and that's why I love your mum so much, and I feel like she's my other mother, and my mum, they put everybody else's needs before their own. But one thing I've noticed about both of our mums is since we've been challenging them a little bit to think a little bit more bravely, I know my mum tunes into the podcast, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, like, she doesn't should me anymore. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a big step for my mum. And as an Italian mama, we've spent a lot of time should yeah. um, my mum is starting to put herself first. She's exercising, mm -hmm. she's creating friendships, relationships, even like our family connecting and making friends because you and I are friends. Like there's so much bravery in this whole idea of stepping out of your comfort zone and, and looking after yourself and, and being brave. Um, and I would like to take a little moment to pat you on the back virtually and myself because sometimes I think we underestimate what we do for other people as well. And particularly yourself, Renee, because you are so humble in what you do with your business and you touch on it and you brush over, oh, yeah, I just started my own business, blah, blah, blah. Like, wow, you, what you do for me personally and what you do for our community and the wider community, it's, it's incredible. And um, pat yourself on the back and I can't wait to come home and give you a big hug. Oh, I can't wait for you to do that either. Mm. Um, and we will talk more about Rebalance Naturally. It is coming yes. up to its first birthday, so we'll be able to it talk is. about it another we time will. with you all a little bit more about what we're doing and what we're cultivating. Absolutely. Very, really exciting. So, what? well, I, I don't know. For me, playing big versus playing small, from my perspective, I feel like I've got some clarity around it because I feel like our podcasts are that. I come up with this idea and I'm like, Renee, can we talk through this? Because that's what Strip It Back's all about. And I've loved the chat. What a great topic. Mm. And um, mm. is there anything else that you think or an example that you want to leave people with around? Oh, I, some, one, oh, actually, this is something because I mentioned like some of our friends and in our network, I'm actually stepping out of my comfort zone because you earlier said to me, not on, not on the recording, because we love, we love a good chat earlier in the day, um, something about examples of me playing big and doing something on the side while I'm teaching. So I'm doing my yoga teacher training, which is really exciting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so like that's another example of playing big, taking something I love and cultivating that and then sharing that. And we've already got such a network that are so excited and are pushing me and pumping me along to do that. So I'm going to share with everybody. That's my next playing big um, task. So stay tuned. It'll oh, be really so exciting, exciting to do that. Um, and yeah, coming back, I've got so many wonderful things to look forward to, but yeah, basically there's going to be times in my life that I'm playing small and that's okay as well. I'd really like to acknowledge that mm. we don't need to always be, pushing ourselves to a point of exhaustion. I think I said it the other day to our friend Hayley, I love that we read these deep books and we challenge our mind, but can you just send me an example of a good story, a trashy love novel or something? Because sometimes always aiming high and playing big, it can lead to burnout. So remember yeah. that it's okay to play small sometimes too. I love that. And I think that mm. that's something that I love to sit into as well and just good. acknowledging what's right for you might be very different to what feels right for the next person. 
And it can just be small things that start you in playing and stepping in and out of that comfort zone. Like I was saying to someone the other day, it can be as simple as choosing something different on a menu. It doesn't need absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, so true, so true. Now, Renee, um, as we wrap up this episode, I'd love to know, as we always do in the strip it back tradition. Um, I'm sure you've had a few, but can you tell me a small win that you've had today? I had a super exciting phone call today from um, a girl that I connected with a couple of years back and I can't give too much away, but pretty much she has asked me to be part of a um, wellness um, a community day that's being put together. Wow. So I... You haven't told me this yet. No, I forgot yet. all about <laughs> it. But when you said that, I was like, you know what? I remember today as I was walking around the river, I took this yes. call and I ended up skipping around that river. And it was yes. a whole wind going, hey, yeah, this is awesome. Can't wait. Yeah. So I can't wait to share more about that with you too. Oh, wonderful. That's so mm. exciting. Um, my small win for today, I don't know, I'm trying to think because my day's just started. Um, oh, it sounds really silly, but I'm here at Deb's place and um, it's such a beautiful space. Our friend, amazing soul sister, has been so brave, stepped into her power and bought a house on her own. Um, and my, actually, yeah, I know. It's playing big, very big. It, and I, I'm hoping she well, we, she won't hear this podcast because it's a surprise. My small win, it actually is from yesterday and rolled into today. We were walking past this store and she loved a plant. And all I did was like, oh, yeah, it's a nice plant. So like last night when we got home from dance, the plant shop was still open. I said, oh, I'm just going to pop over to the supermarket. I bought her the plant. <laughs> and um, so I'm going to pick it up, you know, this morning to put it in the house and just not tell her and see if she notices it. So that's my little small win. I don't know. I was, it was so silly and and small, but I was like, I'm just going to buy the plant and surprise her. And it's a small little win for the day. (laughs) Oh, that is so beautiful. And I'm sure she'll absolutely love it. Oh, I'm sure she will too. She will. Well, what a beautiful chat. What a great way to start my morning. It's actually sunny here in Utrecht, um, which is a bit of a miracle. So I'm going to take the bike that I've hired. Yes, I'm riding a bike on the wrong side of the road. Oh, I hit something yesterday. Like I ran into a pedestrian, but it's okay. They, they were very forgiving. I'm going to go for a bike ride and start my day. Beautiful. Enjoy. And I can't wait to podcast with you back in the same space. Um, yeah. Week. Yeah, I know. One week to go. One week to go. Thank you to all our beautiful, loyal listeners. Um, You know, I get so many messages from everybody saying thank you and well done. Um, If you are loving the podcast, if it is resonating with you, please jump onto one of the platforms that you're listening on, whether that be Spotify, Apple, or some of the other podcasts that um, are sharing our news. And please leave us a review. Any feedback, any questions, we're always willing and ready to listen. Thank you so much, everybody, and have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye.